What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Mini TV Reviews. I am your host, Mon. Today, we will be discussing Snowfall Season 6, Episode 6, titled Concrete Jungle. Y'all, I hope everybody is having a wonderful week. We are on the back end of this thing. We only got two more days, y'all. Oh, yes, I cannot wait, okay, till Friday. It has been a day already, y'all. I ain't even playing, okay? <laughs> but either way, I hope you guys are having a really good day. However you guys uh, are working today, okay? Um, whether it's work, play, school, whatever, okay? So let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we start the episode off with Teddy. We are post-Franklin slaughtering, just callously killing Mac, okay? And so Teddy is on the phone. He's trying to get in touch with his baby's mom, Julie. And so he calls her, and he's like, hey, it's me. And she was like, what? Teddy, what you doing calling? And so he was like, look, we've been compromised, okay? Um, there's a viable threat that is out there, okay? He's already murdered my dad, and then he says that he's going to come after you and Paul, so I need you to grab everything real quick and get out of there as soon as you can. And so she was like, what's going on? He was like, look, it ain't no time to explain right now. I just need you to grab your stuff and get out of there. We'll talk about it later. And so she was like, okay, fine, because he tells her that he's already got some um, uniforms already headed that way to help her um, transport safely to another location. And so she was like, all right, whatever. So she gets off the phone with him, and um, we see that he is talking to his handler, and handler is like, look, are you okay? And so he was like, yeah, I'm fine. He was like, now you say you fine. And I know that you and your dad had a a very complicated relationship and all. But And so then Teddy cuts him off and he was like, it's not complicated. It was non-existent, okay? But that's no never mind at, for the task at hand. I'm good to go. If I say that I'm good, I'm good. And so he was like, okay, I'm just checking because... For this situation, if something goes left, it's not just your ass that's on the line. It's mine, too, okay? It's, it's a whole lot of people's lives at risk, so we got to make sure that we get this thing right. And so Teddy is ready to move. And um, I don't know what's about to happen, y'all, but it's tense already. And so he tells Handler that um, he wants to get eyes on everything that involves Franklin. His mama house, his house, the business offices, all of that, okay? Franklin will be a fool to come back to, to uh, any of those establishments right now. It's too hot. And so then the handler tells him that they traced the call to a, a place called Tognoxy Tog or something like that, which is 30 miles outside of the city. They found the house. It's like a, a barn house or a house on a, a whole bunch of land burned to the ground okay and they just started making their way inside the house so they're probably going to find mac there oh <sighs> it's so sad but anyway we're going to see the fallout between franklin and teddy after this so franklin v and cassandra have landed in flagstaff arizona franklin says that he's going to go check on his mom real quick and this leaves cassandra a second along with V to try to convince her to leave with her 
And so she was like, hey, so I was thinking that we should get out of here. And so V was like, what are you talking about? And Cassandra was like, did you not just see what I saw back there? Your boy is coming unhinged, okay? Like, he's coming all the way unglued. <laughs> and so I think that it would be best if me and you got out of here, we go to a different location, okay, until he gets his money, and then we vanish, okay? Well, not until he gets his money. So she says that they get away, they can raise that baby on their own, and they, you know, just get out of this, okay? Because what's coming next is complete government earth scorch, okay? They, the government is going to be all over them, okay? So she was like, yeah, we can get away. I mean, you can, we can raise this baby by ourselves, and then we'll just tell Franklin that we're just going to, you know, get out of the way get out of harm's way make sure the baby is born and unharmed and when he gets his money then we'll meet back up with him and so as she's saying this v is like you know what i i'm not doing it because cassandra tells her that she's got passports they can get out of the country and she's like since when did you have passports ready and she was like since all of this happened i know you saw what i saw and so V's like, I'm not going anywhere. For the first time in my life, Franklin is giving me what I want, okay? This is the life that I've asked for. So by this time, Franklin is coming back over, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And so Cassandra goes ahead and tells Franklin the plan that she has for her and V. And so Franklin is like, V, is that what you want? And V was like, no. I'm actually going to stay here because for the first time in my life, I don't have to worry about being used, being abused, and being set up to ride in a jail cell, being abandoned, okay, basically raising myself. I don't have to worry about that. Franklin is able to provide me with the life that I want. He's keeping me safe. And until all of that changes, then I'm going to remain here. And so he grabs her bag and they go on leaving Cassandra to go on about her way because V feels like that's been her plan all along. And I feel like it probably has been, but Cassandra is legit, legit trying to look out for V. Okay. That's her daughter. She loves her and she wants to make sure that her unborn child and V get out of this thing safely because it's getting real hot in the kitchen. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. And with V choosing to stay behind, I think V ain't going to make it out, y'all. I hate to say that, but hopefully she's able to give birth to the baby. But I don't think she's going to make it out with her choosing to stay behind like this. Somebody going to get burnt real bad. So we go over to uh, Gustavo. Gustavo is talking to Zamara. And he's telling her about... The whole plan and Tony and the DEA and Ruben and how Tony doesn't give a crap about the KGB and the deal that Ruben is trying to strike with him. Tony just wants to uphold what he's got going on so they can bust the CIA and then haul Gustavo off to prison. He don't really care if Gustavo stay out of prison or not. And so Zamara was like, well, damn, so what about Franklin? Where is he at? 
And so Gustavo tells her that um, Franklin is currently in Kansas killing Teddy's dad. And so she was like, wait, so do you think that he's still going to be able to uphold his end of the deal if you decide to go with his deal? And so he was like, I don't know. Yeah, y'all, Gustavo is in a really tight spot. I mean, he can still give uh, Franklin Teddy, but I don't know how this going to work out with uh, Gustavo getting out of the grips of the DEA and the KGB. So we'll see. Um, and so then over to Louis and Louis and Jerome. So Louis is frantically searching for Jerome, okay? She knew that he told her that he was out earlier and he ran out. He, of course, got into it with one of his homeboys earlier in the day. Um, and he's been drinking all day. He just real depressed about his life and how it turned out, how entangled he is and all of this shit constantly looking over his shoulder just paranoid all the time you know just not the life that he envisioned for himself and so he finally arrives back to the house he done he done crashed his car in in front of the house okay and so louis comes out and um he tells her that he finna get ready to pack his bags he's out of there and he says that he finna go to jamaica okay he's only coming in the house to pack his shit and then he's headed to kingston and so she was like, you looking for a fight, and I'm not fighting. And so he goes on to tell her the honest-to-God truth. And he says, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm tired of this lifestyle. It's not worth it. The money is not worth it. I'm tired of selling crack. I'm tired of doing all of this. Okay? It's not worth it. And the only reason that I stayed in this game was to was because you asked me to. And honestly, if I didn't stay in the game, you would have been dead a long time ago. But see, I'm tired of trying to fix you. And I thought that maybe if I hung around, you would change. But it's clear that you're not. Okay? It's just never going to be enough for you. And I'm tired of trying to fix you. And that's it. And so he tells her that he out. <laughs> and so she was like, you, you can't be serious and he was like look this is the realest shit that i didn't ever said to you y'all jerome is coming undone too i feel so sorry for him i don't think he gonna make it out y'all we putting too much time and attention on him he done he's gonna end up being collateral damage y'all as much as i hate to say that because i love jerome i just wished it it wouldn't have got this bad but i don't think he gonna make it out Oh, and he told Lou that he thought that she would have put a stop to this a while ago because they they just got married not too long ago. And he thought that, you know, if she loved him enough, that maybe she wouldn't try to kill his family and put him in the middle of all of this. Because he's been telling her a really long time that he don't want to be in the middle of no family beef. He don't want to start no family beef. And now he ain't got nothing but this money. But what is it worth at the end of the day? If you ain't got the people that you love to spend it on or spend it with and enjoy life. So, he out of there, y'all. So, Franklin and V arrive back to uh, the PJs. And they're sitting down and going over everything that happened with Mom, Lou, uh, Lee, and uh, Wanda. 
And so Franklin is basically telling them that, hey, since all of this done transpired between me and Teddy, like, there's no hoes barred at this point. Nobody's off limits. Um, and Lee, that means he might even come for y'all in the PJs. And so Lee was like, I like to see that mother him come through. Okay. Let him try. And so, um, he was like, okay, mama. So that means, you know, you're going to come back with me, um, and be to the stash house. And she was like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm tired of running. I told you I ain't standing in no hotels under no fake names. I ain't, um, finna be sleeping on no cot inside, no stash house. I ain't doing none of that. Okay. I'm gonna stay right here where I'm at. And that's with Lee and them. And so Lee says, you know, that he gonna keep her protected. Franklin tells them that at this point, he, Teddy want them just as much as he want Teddy. Okay. So anybody is up for, uh, anybody is up for their number at this point. So we'll see what happens. So we go over to uh, Teddy. Teddy is actually pulling up to Ruben's house. Ruben has, is sitting down looking at something, and um, he gets a knock at the door. So Teddy comes, and um, Ruben's got his gun drawn, okay? So Teddy basically tells him, hey, um, since you've been in town, I realize that I'm not alone in this situation here. We've had to change our lives and who we are so many times. We've had to do all these different aliases and all that stuff. And so he tells them, hey, why don't you just cut your losses here? Because if you keep coming, I'm going to have to kill you. Okay. So cut your losses here. Tell your people that you got false information, that um, I'm not who you thought I was, and that None of this is legit. And so he's like, I I can't do that. Do you know what they'll do to me? And so he was like, well, I mean, you know, it's either that or, like I said, I keep coming. And so he, he basically gives Ruben 24 hours. And he's like, look, if you're here tomorrow, that means you need my help. Otherwise, you take those size 10 shoes for somebody else that um, that's in your closet. You run off with whoever those 10 size shoes belong to and go live your life and be happy, okay? If you try to proceed, you slip surveillance and I have to see you again, I'm going to kill you. And so Ruben has a decision to make. Now that Teddy knows exactly who he is. He gonna get out the game, or him and Teddy gonna end up having a showdown. And I feel like I know how that one is gonna end. Ruben ain't gonna make it out. Teddy is cold, y'all. <laughs> as much as I would like to think somebody can take Teddy out, it's gonna be a really hard fight to do so. And I don't think Ruben got the the people, the the bandwidth to take Teddy out. So we'll see what happens. So it's the next morning, and. Tempers have subsided a little bit, and we see that Jerome is walking out, and he's just kind of soaking in everything one more time before he leaves. And Louie is sitting there, and she asks him, can she have a minute of his time if he wants to listen? And so he says, yes, of course. And so he sits down, and she starts talking, and she says, you know, she never anticipated for things to go this way and maybe they should have stopped 
initially. They had everything, right? Money, power, respect. And she tells him that she never anticipated for Teddy to do what he did. But it's gotten out of hand and she apologizes for that. She tells him that she's sorry. And she also says that she feels like she kept going because at the at the end of the day, when they're doing their deals, nobody is even giving her a second thought. Nobody saw her as the person who's running things, right? Jerome has always been the face for their business, okay? When they go to make deals, they're talking to Jerome. When they go to do drops, they're talking to Jerome. Nobody's talking to her unless they're just kind of like staring at her because she's so beautiful or, you know, winking at her or licking their lips or something like that. They're just trying to make passes at her. It's not because they truly respect who she is as a business person, okay? As uh, a queen boss out here is a queen pin out here. They don't respect Louis for that. And so she's like, maybe I just kept going because of that. And so he was like, I did everything for you. So self-worth, self-worth was worth possibly dying. And she said, yeah, in my eyes, yes, it is worth it. Okay. And so she was like, I hear you when you say that you can't stay, but if you just give me a little bit more time, okay, maybe I can get our money out of the accounts from Panama, get our money from Teddy, and then we can go on about our business, but I just need more time. And so he tells her that he can't stay, and she says that that's okay. And so then her pager goes off, and she says that, She's supposed to be meeting up with Scully to do this drop. And so he was like, I'll do the drop, okay? You just get your head together for business purposes, okay? Get your mind right. And so y'all, <laughs> Jerome ain't gonna come back from this. I know it, ooh. Didn't he keep his origami thing? With Scully, didn't Scully give both of them an origami thing? Ain't he supposed to be safe? Y'all just feel like Jerome time is ticking. He's supposed to be leaving y'all, but he ain't gonna make it out. I just know he ain't. <sighs> so then we go over to Teddy. Teddy is at Parissa's and he's laying on the bed and he done had a nightmare lord I probably would too with all them demons he got chasing him so Parissa comes in and he's like you know I know you said that you didn't want to stay but at this point it's really really not safe so maybe you need to leave for a minute until the block cool down and so he was like you know what I I'm tired of living this life. Once I look back and think things over, I have nobody in my corner. The only bright spot that I have in this world is you, okay? And so if if you want to take the money and we run and we spend it however we're going to spend it, that's fine. At this point, it's just whatever you want to do. I'm in your world, Parissa. And so she was like, okay, so if I relocate, how long is this going to be for? And so he says, that's just until Franklin is dead. And she was like, okay, and then what? Like, I'm not trying to have 
my fate resting in somebody else's hands until they feel better about a situation. I'm just not trying to do that. And so he starts to tell her, you know, that whatever she wants to do, he's ready to make a move. She just needs to say the word and he'll make it happen. And so she tells him that that's the sexiest thing that a man has ever said to her. And she just holds on to him. Y'all, this is so cute. I mean, I don't like Teddy, but he deserves a little bit of uh, happiness for the time that he got left. I don't know. I don't know at this point. I really don't like Teddy, but it is sad. Like, he's got a whole kid out here. Like, your kid ain't... You can't even see a kid. Your kid ain't your bright spot. It's just your girl. I don't know, y'all. It's just a sad situation for everybody. Ain't nobody winning at this game. They got all of this money, and nobody's happy. So Franklin and V are at the stash house, and Franklin is going to get ready to do a drop with Lee, and V ends up asking him, hey, so just in case some random stuff happens, I need to know what's going on, like what kind of car you're going to be in, where is the drop going to be at? And so, of course, we know Franklin doesn't trust anybody, right? But he he ends up giving in and gives V the address and what type of cars he's going to be in. And so... um before he leaves to go do the drop, he ends up getting a page, and so he returns the page, and it's Kane. And Kane says, do you like to go fishing, Franklin? And he was like, no, not really. What's up? I'm not a fishing person. What's up? And he was like, I like to go fishing, and I done caught a big one. And so he ends up giving him the address of where he wants him to come to, and so I'm pretty sure this is where we're going to see uh, Louie is being held up. So... We go over to Kane. Kane is with Louie. And Louie is on the ground, y'all. And Kane is dragging the cigarette, honey, and smoking it in her face. Just so disrespectful. Just blowing it all in her face. And so, he ends up telling her about how him and his girl, they've been arguing back and forth constantly since all of this happened. Because he said that... um when he was in lockup, he he was begging her to move to uh, L.A. And once they got out, of course, she moved there because he promised her that they would be safe. And now they're not because, of course, he almost died and she doesn't feel safe. She doesn't feel secure. And so he tells Louie that this is all of her fault and she can fix this if she just gives up the the crooked cop who shot her, Buckley. And so she was like, okay, if I give him up, then what? You still ain't gonna let me walk out of here alive. And so he ends up kicking her in the stomach. Y'all thought he was gonna, like, put a cigarette, but, like, like put the cigarette out on her face. But he ends up just kicking her in the gut, like, real good, a few good times. Makes her start coughing up blood. So she's got some internal bleeding going on at this point. So Franklin ends up getting there. And, um... Of course, they're trying to pat him down, and he was like, look, I got a gun on me. I'm just letting you know that now, but Kane invited me, so either you're going to let me in with this gun, or I'm leaving your car, and so they end up letting him through. Franklin comes back there, and um, he's still trying to get the information that he needs from Louie, but she's not giving up the goods, and so Franklin is like, why am I here? And so he says that he thought that, uh, Kane thought that after he finished getting whatever information he needed from Louie, that Franklin would want to do the honors. And he was like, nah, I'm good on that. That's all you. 
And so then he goes into this whole story about his um his granddad being a farmer and um when he was a little kid the water went bad or some mess like that and so granddaddy told him hey you gonna have to go um ooh, god i'm having a brain fart hold on y'all you gonna have to brand the cows and so he was like i was a little kid of course i didn't want to hurt the cows what i look like and so he said he cried for a little minute but his granddaddy ended up talking to him and it was like look if you don't the this farm we got to protect this farm. This is our legacy. This is our livelihood. This is how we eat, okay? And if somebody steals our stuff, then we're not going to have nothing. We're not going to be able to survive. And so he said from that moment on, he ended up branding the cows with his head held high. And so as he's telling Franklin and Louis this story, we see his homeboy in the corner. He's taking a blowtorch to uh, this metal rod with, with, with a K on it, y'all done lit it up done got it hot he asked louie one more time is she gonna give up the information she ended up spitting out the blood that's sitting in her mouth he ends up branding her he pokes her dead on the chest y'all right in the middle right there on the breastbone okay and so she screams in agonizing pain he does it again and um he asked her, is she going to give up the information? She still ain't giving up the goods. And so she, he was like, that's okay. I know a whole bunch of dudes that's fresh out, okay? They wouldn't mind uh, knocking down a pretty red bone like you. And so he said he's going to make a few phone calls. And so Franklin was like, do you mind if I have a minute? And um, Kane and his homeboy cleared the room. So Franklin tells Louie A., I think it'd be best advised that you give up Buckley so you can have a quick death, okay? Pray for a quick death because what these dudes plan to do to you, yeah, no, I don't think you want to stick around for that. And so she tells him that this is all his fault. And so he gets ready to walk away. And so then she's like, fine, I'll give you Teddy. And so he turns around and he tells her, I already got an end. He don't need her for that no more. And so then he ends up leaving, right? So he's driving down the street, of course. He starts to feel really bad about what's happened because, I mean, they were family at the end of the day. Like, this is crazy how far this has gone. And so he stops and he tries to page Jerome. He's blowing up Jerome's pager. Jerome is looking at the pager like, what's this? But he... Of course, they got beef, so he don't plan on calling Franklin back. So then, um, Franklin ends up calling Leon and um, trying to get Leon to get a hold of Jerome. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to try, but it ain't no guarantee that I'm going to be able to get a hold of him. And so then he was like, well, it's a pretty serious reason as to why I'm trying to get a hold of him. And so, um, of course... Uh, he tells them that they've got Louie. And so, oh, before that, we see uh, Leon, he's getting his hair braided outside. And so Leon is telling Remy that they need to set up some type of a project council, okay? That way, if it's any beef that starts to happen within the PJs, they can go to an elected official, if you will, and then the elected official will figure out how to squash the beef, okay? They're going to govern themselves within the PJs. Sounds like a really good idea. So, um, 
So then, of course, Wanda peeks her head out the door and, and yells for Leon to call Franklin because he seems stressed. So this is where they have their interaction over the phone. And then Leon is finally able to get in contact with Jerome. And um, Jerome is at Scully's house doing uh, the drop, meeting up for the drop. And so he ends up borrowing Scully's phone. And we hear him telling uh, Leon that he's going to bring the whole damn cavalry, right? So, y'all, he hangs up with Leon and he tries to call Buckley, stupid ass. And Buckley is too busy getting freaking high. This is the whole reason why y'all are in this part of the mess, okay? Because Buckley tried to take Kane out, but he didn't do the job and y'all still kept him on. Why? Kill him too. He deserves to die. Put a bullet right in his forehead. And so he's getting high, so he's not answering. And so then um, he ends up getting the address from Leon. And so they meet up. And, of course, this is not the right address to the warehouse, but Leon and Franklin are together. And so when Jerome pull up, of course, he's yelling and screaming, where the F is she, this, that, and the third. And so he was like, bitch-ass ninja, this is your fault. Okay? And so Franklin was like, hey, you going to keep yelling or we going to try to figure out how to save your wife? Okay, I figured we would go ahead and give you this address because if you would have tried to run up in there screaming by yourself, if I would have gave you the other address, you would have been on a suicide mission. You would have got yourself killed. So let's figure out a plan and let's stick to the plan. That way everybody can get out alive. So, Jerome, in the process of all of this, Jerome ends up putting a bullet, not a bullet, he ends up putting a gun to Franklin's forehead. And Franklin pulls it down a little bit in between his eyes, and he was like, hey, either you gonna kill me or we gonna go get your wife. Which one is gonna be? This is so intense, you guys. I can't stand it. Jerome is finna die because of... Uh, I don't like it. So some of Kane's crew is just like standing outside, right? Guarding the door. And um, one of the dudes is really ready and willing to like participate in this train that's potentially going to get ran on Louie, right? And so the other one um, who was cool with Franklin, his name is Ant. Um, he's reading a book. And so, dude was like, why you out here reading a book? Don't you want to go get in there? He was like, yeah, uh, not really. Like, who wants to participate in the training? He was like, shoot me. <laughs> Just thirsty. And so then we see uh, Kane. Kane done called one of his homeboys down there. He looked like, Lord, a old school Mississippi pimp or some shit like that. And, um, or decatur georgia looking ass pimp so um he comes in and he like shoot okay she a cute little red bone and so he was like okay you know um he he was like okay it might be some potential that i might be able to uh you know put that on the track or something like that basically like sex traffic her like pimp her out and so he was like okay you know you can have whatever you want as long as you give me the information that i need and so then we go back over to uh the homies franklin is getting ready to pull back in right but he's in his car and so um one of the uh, aunt was like i thought you left uh no the other dude that's with Ant was like i thought you left and he was like i did but i'm back now 
And so the dude was like, I'm going to have to search your car, homie. And so Ann was like, no, no, he good. He good for it. And so um, I'm thinking that Ann is probably like in on this. I don't know. Or maybe he just trusts Franklin that much. And so he ended up letting Franklin slide through there without his car being searched. I'm pretty sure Jerome or somebody is in the back of the trunk. And so Ann ended up asking his homeboy, um, do he want to go to the store with him? He said the blunt, the weed done got him dry. Okay, he must have been smoking on some meat or something. <laughs> but anyway, his mouth is dry. And so he going to go to the store and get him something to drink. And so he was like, you coming? And then dude was like, and miss out on the, the opportunity to go hit that? No, nah, I'm good. Again, being thirsty, okay? You look thirsty, but go end up getting killed. And so um, Ann ended up leaving. And so then we go back inside and we see Kane. Kane is kind of like looking down from overhead while Percy, that's the dude, the pimp. Percy and his homeboys is talking to Louie and he was like, damn, Kane fucking up the church's money because he done messed up Louie's face or whatever. He was like, shoot, but the people ain't paying for what's on the outside. They paying for what's on the inside. And so he done sat down. He done started rubbing himself. They done snatched Louie up out of her chair and, oh, Lord, I... I'm assuming that they're going to bust in before they get the opportunity to rape Louie. But, y'all, even though I don't like who Louie has become, I would never wish that on anybody. Like, that's so sad. So, of course, like we thought, Romy Rome is waiting in the trunk, okay? Franklin done snuck him in. So, Frank, Rome get out the trunk, choke old boy out who was talking to Ant, and then he let the rest of the crew in, okay? Somebody get up on the roof. Scully and his homeboy end up watching the door and Jerome, honey, he is ready to go rescue his woman. This is going to be bad, y'all. Y'all, so Louie in there talking um, to Percy. Well, Percy's in there just goading Louie, right? Telling her, why don't you take them clothes off? And so, while he rubbing on his junk, right? So Louie was like, oh, you must have had somebody turn you out when you was a little kid, right? Let me guess, your mama had you sucking mopine um, to pay the light bill and, you know, pay the water bill, keep the lights up and all of that. And so he was like, oh, you a loquacious hoe, huh? Okay. So he finna get ready to go over there and hear the but then he think about it and he was like, somebody sprinkle a, uh, a Jimmy. <laughs> a jimmy or something like that on me i don't want that die slow aids hiv and so he's in there raping her we see franklin and them come in on the inside and he's talking to um kane's right hand right and so he's walking back with him and he ends up asking him where kane is and he was like, oh, he got a page from his girl. He over at his girl house. And so he was like, but I'll let him know you're here, though. So as he get ready to turn around, I guess to go try to find the phone, the page came. Franklin ended up popping him in the back of the head, right? So he fall down. Of course, the shootout ensues. Frank, uh, Jerome come in busting, right? So then, of course, uh, Leon is taking out the people that's coming in through the gate. Um, and he ends up nabbing somebody named Ricky, which I don't remember who that is. It's probably one of the cooks, right? Oh, that's Kane, dude. So, Kane, I thought Kane had left, but apparently Kane done made his way back through there, right? Because, um, 
now we see that he busting off right so jerome done made his way through there and we hear louis screaming um for him because he was like no way and she said aim at the door jerome so she ends up he ends up getting a shotgun and busting right through the middle of the door killing percy off right the pimp so he did so jerome walk up in there y'all and kane got a gun to the back of louis head and she was like i'm okay baby i'm okay and so kane is like hey me and you we done been through some things we done seen some things in our lifetime okay and we made it out while a lot of people didn't now we can just call it even and i can just take care of her and he was like oh you know if you you put a bullet in her i'm gonna pull it put a bullet in you and so then he was like we can square up and square out you know so he ends up pushing Louie out the way. Or Louie somehow gets out the way. And y'all, they start busting at each other. Of course, we see Jerome hit Kane. Kane get hit a few times and he go down. But then the camera pan back over to Jerome. Y'all, Jerome got a bullet right in the middle of his chest. And it's already blood coming out, y'all. Jerome fall. And Louis run over there as Franklin and Leon come in, y'all. So, Louis is like, uh, come on, baby, get up, get up, baby. No, you can't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Oh, my God. Y'all, it was so sad. Oh, not Jerome. Not the realest OG out here. Just freaking collateral damage. So Franklin come in and he looking at Louie and she's pleading for Jerome to get up. Wake up. Please don't leave her. And Franklin is like, unk. That's all he can say, y'all. Unk. Unk. Meanwhile, Leon like, nah, he gone. So Leon shaking his head, y'all. And so Franklin got to have himself a seat because he realized that Jerome is gone, y'all. It's over for him. And all Franklin can do is cry while Louis is screaming. Whew. We done lost the real one, y'all. Rest in peace to Jerome, man. And that's how the episode ends, y'all. Can't stand it. Louie gotta go. Tired of her. <laughs> I'm tired of Franklin at this point, too. They could've took both of them out and kept Jerome. We could've kept him. So, anyway, that's the end of the episode, y'all. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about Romy Rome dying, okay? You can reach me at me and you TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV Reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Toya told me it was going to be bad, y'all. She wouldn't tell me who was going to die. I knew somebody was going to die. I just didn't think it was going to be Jerome. But anyway, y'all, if you haven't rated me up or starred me up, uh, reviewed me up, please do so. And if you have already, thank you guys so much. I appreciate all of the love and you guys' continued support. That's all I have for now, y'all. Please turn your notifications on. That way, once a new episode pop through, if you already listening to another podcast, the new episode will just come through your ears after that one go off, okay? Try it. It works. Trust me, I know, because it didn't happen to me while I was listening to a few of my podcasts, okay? 
So that's all I have for you guys. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Rest in peace to Jerome, man. We lost a great one. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.